This is amazing. Just for the creeps and listeners yeah. out there, Danny has called no less than four times trying to figure out how to get here. Now there is an address. Uh, he's coming. We've been told he's we are, coming. We are a place. Now we are up an address here in Los We Angeles. are at a place in time mm-hmm. where we have phones that have a map on. Now, generally speaking, I'd say that. Did he, he drive himself? Question. Well, I'm going to bet you that May, being the A plus student she is, she got very specific with the directions of where to park, how to enter in through the alley, where to, and then and then right. where and what door to walk through. But in what building? The, the same the, one the with same, the address. The same, yeah. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I I gave a uh, satellite photo uh-huh. with a big red circle around where the parking lot was. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. I tried. Hey, you know. But you know what? Look, it's fine. An, you can lead a horse icon. to water. He's an 80-year-old icon. You can lead a horse to water. <sighs> you can lead an icon to a podcast studio. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't make him show up. But you can't make him walk through the door. Oh, wait, I hear a voice. I hear a voice. As well. I hear a voice I grew up it's with. It's like Santa coming, isn't it? Hey! Oh, hey. God. God. Come have a seat. Yeah. In the hot seat. In the hot yeah. seat, baby. It's so good to see you, no, ladies good. and gentlemen. Daddy DeVito. Hey, you guys. Oh my God! Global superstar. Yeah, he's late because he went to some people's house. <laughs> How did that go for them? Oh, that was really good. Here's walked, a question: Did you drive yourself, or did somebody drive? I you? drove myself, and I used the thing. Mm-hmm. And I and I. Uh, mm-hmm. Were you missing a north or a south or something, or an east or a west? Was is that was that? Uh, I have to pee. By the way, go pee. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait right. by the way, go pee. Anyway, it was like around the block, but it was really good. You know, very big fans. <laughs> and I took some selfies. <laughs> and we had a good time. Did he? But I didn't know. I saw. I swear to God, I said when I called you, I said you punked me. Well, you, did, because, you texted me very funny because I because th- I thought it was a joke. Yeah, yeah. And I, it was nobody. It was like a residential neighborhood is really cool. Yeah. And the people were very nice. And they had a Christmas tree up, not as elaborate as you guys. <laughs> and you just knocked on the on well, the door. Well, I, I rang. I rang their little security bell. Yeah. They came to the door. It was a newlywed couple and they were very happy to see me <laughs> what did they say what was well, their yeah, reaction what was that? they said well John, well come on it? come on How, what, why what are you why yeah why, why? why? i said well I'm, is, yeah, I'm here why? to do the do then i started to backtrack i didn't want to say like too much because i thought i thought it was like you guys were busting my balls yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, i yeah. said like it wouldn't be the first time that would have been good no it would have right, been really speaking good of your balls you need to go to the bathroom uh <laughs> That's my bladder. I don't know where the pee comes from. It, it comes, doesn't come don't. from the this balls. Isn't bi- this isn't a biology podcast. Well, it could it could dribble onto the balls. I don't know how. Well, it's if it dribbles go. onto the balls, it's going to get really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I better go. Yeah, yeah, yeah you better right. go. It's I'm right going to drain here, the Danny. monster. Drain the monster, okay. baby. I'll be right back. Big day. Oh, man, this is big. Look at Monumental. This. Uh, I'm going to put my sweater on. Yeah, okay. get your Christmas your sweater, sweater going. On, Thank you. <laughs> you know? This uh, is so good. While, you go, while you're putting on that sweater, I would like to pose a question to yes, all of dear. you, but mostly you, because I've heard plenty from them, and I don't right? really want to you, hear you've anymore. You've had enough of them. How do you feel about Christmas music yeah. starting to play before December? 
I don't listen. Or before, sorry, before Thanksgiving. I don't listen to the, I don't go anywhere where it's like, I don't go to an elevator. Mm-hmm. I don't You're go not to in the a, mall. Like a ball. Yeah. Nobody in my house plays it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, you know, but I don't, I don't dislike it, but I don't, I think it's stupid. And Christmas <laughs> is like really like basically just to sell things, right? Because that's what happened like at, in the economy like years ago, around that time, uh, sales were dipping. So somebody said, well, we got to do something to fix this. So let's do some holiday. Yeah. So they picked, uh, they co-opted the winter solstice or whatever it's called. Well, and, Jesus is, you know, and they, well, Jesus and they, birthday. Well, no, Jesus <laughs> wasn't I mean, born that day. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Hey, no. I was listen. What? I wasn't there. Uh, I shouldn't say what that. What day was? I shouldn't tell. What day? Because you know the idea. The whole yeah, we don't fu- know. Don't. well, they already scientifically researched this. Yeah, that they found out they followed born. the star mm-hmm. in Bethlehem at that time of the year. That yeah. star didn't exist. It existed at a different time. So he was actually born, I think, in March or April. Yeah, Next thing you're going to tell that me year. that the Bible's not true. <laughs> fucking guy. Well, Danny, you've ruined Christmas. You've Thank ruined you. Jesus. But yes. and. Uh, <laughs> I I chickened out of doing the the meat the what do you call it the twenty three and me thing. I went oh. I sent in the thing and then they sent me the kit and then I said you know like what am I gonna do with it you know like get because I figure like I got like a lot of my family's from Calabria and from uh, so think. down one of my grandparents is from like Calabria which is right at the boot. Of, of of Italy yep. and right there is Albania and and she spoke I only knew her like when I was like a really little kid and she was like already 80 something and dying like of something laying in a bed she broke her hip tragic story sorry to bring it up but great, great the, start I, to the podcast great Christmas story <laughs> holidays, but, but the idea is that she spoke a language called geg and now people out there may know what that is. Some people may know what it is. It's a, a kind of an Albanian kind of hybrid language that was an Italian Albanian thing. Mm. My grandfather, of course, didn't like it because she spoke it with her girlfriends, and that was the story. Anyway, you always I, what I'm getting a gag. at is, what, I come in the room, you're speaking a gag. <laughs> I'm speaking, and in the language is like I I met one person uh, on my travels who actually knew the language and also a guy was born down in the real the southern tip of italy and and the language is really beautiful like like for rain the only word i know is shh shh and it's all these soft kind of we really beautiful sounds nothing like you would think like a a hard italian or an arabic sound it was all like uh, beautiful, uh, almost like musical. People sounds. shushing each other. Yeah, just <laughs> shut up! Yeah, yeah. They didn't get the end. They it's didn't raining. get to the I'm end of it. To the rain. Shut the fuck! It's raining. <laughs> shut the fuck up and get out of the rain. Oh, Daddy. Well, well, uh, Daddy. Welcome nice to the to know that you haven't God done the twenty-three in me. That was a. I didn't do the thing because you didn't do the thing because no, somebody shushed you. Well, I was worried that like you get the DNA out there, and then you know how it is in the world. Everybody knows all the shit about they you. They already know. Huh? They already know. <laughs> they know. They know. Well, who's yeah. they? The computer people. Those guys. Yeah. The people. They know. Those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The deep state. The deep state. The deep state. They, 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 they know, know where you're from. They know all about you, buddy. They know more than you know about yourself. So when are we going back to work, by the way? Uh, we start shooting at the end of January. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
We've got a lot of fun episodes God. that we've been talking about. Oh, man, that's exciting. Them. Don't tell anybody. No spoilers here. No, no spoilers. spoilers. Here. No. Okay. No well, spoilers. should we... Should we visit the ghosts of Christmas past and should oh. we discuss uh, either your beginnings in the career? Should we go that far back or no. should we just go sunny? No, no, really? They don't care about that. Everybody knows all that. They can look it up. Sunny. Talk about the beginning of Sunny. Yeah, I'll tell you a story about Sunny. Well, do you, okay, have, so do like, you have a, a structure? I, d- I, I, I have so. some Uh-oh. questions, but oh, it was going to begin with asking in. you how you got involved with Sunny. Okay. Well, okay, I, okay. I, I tell you how I got involved with Sunny. Years and years ago, there, at Jersey, I worked with John Landgraf because he was at NBC and I needed somebody to run my television department. And we, uh, he came to work with me at Jersey Films. Okay, that was years and years ago. Then that all broke up, and then he got this gig with, um, you know, FX. He called me one day. He said, I I just did this show, eight episodes of some really crazy show that I, I, you know, I'm like, I don't know, you know, tell me what's your opinion. So he sent me the, the eight episodes, and Rhea and I and the kids watched the show. I loved it. It was fucking outrageous just the way they are, okay? And we all, you know, I immediately said, yeah, this is like an amazing show. You should, whatever you're going to do with it, I don't know. And then I didn't hear from anybody, right? You know, like, you know, I don't talk to him all the time. All of a sudden, he calls me up. He says, would you be interested in, in being on the show? And I said, yeah. I said, if they come up with... Um, a go- organic character, something that was not just Danny DeVito coming into a show. If it was, if it made sense, and blah blah blah, all that kind of stuff. And it was a good character. And so they wrote me in. And of course, my two kids are tall and blonde, and and, <laughs> and so I had to have. Eventually, as we all know, my wife was a whore, and so you know, so that, that so that was my first involvement in but the show. But why this show to well, return you know what? to television? Everybody why? asked me that. Yeah, every single person that I knew asked me that. The doorman <laughs> asked me that. Yeah. Anybody, you know, why are you going to do that why show? This? You were like a TV icon. You were in one of the most popular shows in the world, Taxi. You were all these blah 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 blah. Why do this show? And I felt like it's it's why do you do anything? It's a gut feeling. You mm-hmm. you you feel comfortable. Then I had that meeting with you guys where we sat and talked about yep. it. You know where I was probably drunk. Sorry, <laughs> Doctor Kipper calling you. Doctor Kipper. Yeah, Kipper. Yeah, Doctor Kipper. You had him on the show. Oh, yeah. right. I, I missed it. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey Dave. Hey, man. Oh no, Valentina! Oh, I'm not getting the needle. I'm come hanging up on you. I'm not getting the shot. Okay, goodbye. I gotta go. Danny, I often think about you having the foresight to, because I think it's really easy to start to get some success to get really careful and protective of that success. Just the guts to say, I think I'm gonna jump into this thing. And to be able to see it and see the potential in it, I think, you know, you often read about, like, I was just reading an article and I was talking about how much Burt Reynolds hated doing Boogie Nights mm-hmm. and was just dragging PTA the whole time. 
And like, you know, I think there's a point in your career where you're like, what am I doing? I'm doing a movie about the porn industry. Or like, what am I doing? I'm running around in Philly and they're shooting on these crappy little cameras. But uh, it's, I think you have that, uh, and always have had that ability to just kind of see what could work. Did you think? a gift. Well, I, I, Bob, you just thought, who were you going to say? Well, I was going to say, were you thinking that far ahead or were you just like, oh, oh yeah. This be no, fun. I was thinking, I was thinking immediate. I always think like right now, what's going on right now? So like, Mm-hmm. I did say what I said to 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 Landgraf. The he probably communicated it to you that I was interested. If and then we had that meeting, and you told me the well, story. There was a meeting before that because I came to your house, just okay. me. Okay, and I remember that Lucy answered the door. Right, and I remember I was really nervous, and we weren't sure if it was going to happen. But and we, we, it was not communicated to us that you were. You, you were interested, but you weren't interested. in. No, I wasn't and, in. No. And no. so I had to go there and kind of pitch you the character that we yeah, had discussed. That's that's what and Lucy answered the door. Uh-huh. And from the time that she went and she like brought me into the that old dining room area right? that you had, and she called out to you. And you by the time you got there, I realized that you were gonna do the show. And I knew you were because of how much Lucy dug love, it love the show she dug oh, it and i feel cool. like maybe that has to have had some kind of oh yeah impact that your kids were well, saying dad you should do oh this. yeah well they were well we were all pissing at the show we loved it but they were like really enthusiastic about it and and you know everybody like you know that you you've all experienced this now because you're successful and you're on television for 16 years or whatever it is and but the idea is that people will tell you they warn you. Like people said to me, "Wait, you're gonna do that? That cable show, or whatever it was? You're gonna do that show after you? You know, you go to a network show. You got to wait for movies to come along. You got to wait. And if you sit and let people do that to you, you'll never do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to go with mm-hmm. your gut feeling. And then you wrote, uh, you know, great character, and uh, you know, and and it was, and we it digested the fact that uh, you know that Sweet D and Dennis were like. Almost six foot tall and blonde. <laughs> well, it was my kids, but they, you know, we, we worked on it. We worked on that, you know. But did it, your gut feeling tell you that show was going to go fifteen plus no, years? <laughs> but I and I and I do know this about our show that in the first couple of seasons that I was on the show already, we were still in the toilet, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was like and 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 what it is is it's sticking to it, like they stuck with us at FX, mm-hmm. John and everybody. And they promoted it, and we kept doing it, and our our enthusiasm, you know, lifted it up. And then once you, we got track. Cheers, for first two seasons was in the toilet. Mm. Nobody saw that show. Brandon Tartikoff really stuck. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's Sonic about same. a Sonic good show. Same, right? Yeah. But that's why you hear John Langraff, um talk all the time about i was just speaking with about him about this this weekend uh, he talks about the streamers and algorithms and making decisions he's like shows shows like sunny would never exist if if mm-hmm. we operated the same way exactly. you have to go with your gut and sometimes your gut's wrong sometimes mm-hmm. your gut's right but it's the only thing you got but sticking to it has got a lot to do with it even taxi we went five years and we were still doing well and we still had, and we had Brooks and Weinberger and Stan Daniels and Dave Davis writing for the show. All these people were, they were great writers, okay? They never let you down. But in the fifth season, ABC, well, I'm, and I'm not afraid to say this, they just fucked us up. 
They moved us to every different night. Mm -hmm. They were using us as trying to use us as a lead in or Mm -hmm. whatever the fuck they were doing. And then they canceled our show the year that I think everybody won an Emmy and the, and the show won an Emmy. They canceled the show. We were like blindsided. I was in New York going to do Saturday night live for the first time as a host, you know, and I got the news. Everybody was, the night of the show? Like No, 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 oh, no. A week, a week, a couple of weeks. No, <laughs> a week imagine? before. Yeah. And I and I and I said and we we all got together, uh, all the cast and Brooks and whoever was around. We went to we got drunk as we we called everybody. We said, What the fuck? You're canceling taxi? And we were like devastated, you know, and we got really pissed drunk. Uh and uh I remember uh calling Lauren Michaels. And saying that I want to bring everybody on the show, and we and I did, I did, I he 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 did. My first line, I think, on the center stage was uh, after the applause died down. Thank you very much. They, I said, do you believe ABC canceled Taxi? And the people went crazy. <laughs> you know, you have one of the the greatest entrances in the history of television yeah. that introduced the world, not only the the world to the character of Louis De Palma, but the, the actor, Danny DeVito. And I think it's worth, because my guess is that the vast majority of people who are watching this podcast uh, did not see that yeah. first episode of, of Taxi. And it is, and it might be worth putting in the podcast, Matt, because it is one of the funniest moments in, t- in television history. A little bit of history for Louis. It was a voice first. Like Carlin, the doorman, mm-hmm. he was a voice. And then they wrote the character a little bit more because after I got in the show. And then I think it was Dave Davis who just passed away, uh, who was a real integral part of the post of all of the stuff that Jim did and 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 all, all those guys from Mary Tyler Moore. But he was the one that says, hold out DeVito until. And they wrote that joke. Like the joke was, I pushed everybody around from the cage. They were cowtowing to me. I was terrifying. Yeah. And then when they wanted to borrow a cab, I'd come out and I'm talking to each other. <laughs> Louis? Yeah. I need a cab for the weekend. I'm going to Miami. Oh, no! Oh, come on, Lee. I'm very tight on time. I got to leave right no! now. No! Let's take it. Let's move. Hold everything. Okay, I got to get tough with you guys. <laughs> Oh, come on, Louie, it's very important. What about 1621? Yeah, Nobody wants Whoa, 1621. Hey, 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 can I go along? Yeah, I don't have anything. Well, I'll have it back for you, buddy, under the week. Alex, I run this garage, and no one takes my cabs for joy rides. All right. Come on, let's take it. Give me a minute while I go to the can. <laughs> Thank you very much. But that was at a time when you could air an episode of television and 30 million people might watch it. Maybe oh, oh, bigger. Maybe more, 40, yeah. 50 million people. Mm-hmm. And your life changes in that Immediately. moment, right? The next day. Well, one day you're, you know, you're walking around like, and then the, the show airs. And then that Wednesday, I think it was on a Tuesday night or a Thursday night. I can't, yeah, Tuesday night. Anyway, the next day, you can't go in. You're, That's insane. 60 share. Mm-hmm. something like that, so that because 60 percent of the people who were watching tv were yeah. watching TV. Yeah. yeah think about that so in today's yeah, standards like 50 60 million people that's just amazing how many 
different streaming services, how many yeah, no, shows. It's not, not possible anymore. But it was a, it was astounding to, um, you know, you you guys experienced it with uh, with Sonny because I remember in the early days, sixty right? people were watching. Yeah, and then, <laughs> yeah, you know, we had a sixty yeah. share, and then and then, and then all of a sudden when it kicked in, you guys could, and you couldn't go anywhere without people wow. knowing you. We, I can't go to an Irish pub. Yeah, no, there's uh, no. Way. I pretty much go anywhere else. <laughs> in Philly, it's maybe a little different. You in can't, Philly, you can't go anywhere. Yeah. I, the first time I remember actually really experiencing that was one of the few early seasons. Maybe we were doing press for season two or three, and we were in New York, and we went out to a Yankees game with you. Oh yeah, and I that. you know, people started spotting you, and a crowd started to swarm around you. It was the first time that I had that feeling of like, oh, this is a little unnerving like this is borderline dangerous like who's in this crowd like what do they want it's, it's yeah it can get it, a little scary it gets like, a little scary when it yeah when uh just when it gets a little big and packed in i mean we've yeah. had that in philly a couple of times yeah but, where they um, they start swarming a little bit yeah but it wasn't for it wasn't us you get out i was more get, just like i gotta get, you get, you I, get I gotta out danny out of here you know yeah you, you get me in the car and shut the door there's paul mccartney but, like crazy out there huh? but, oh, so tell us about um the the goatee my goatee. Yeah, is this for well, a reason? I spent, is this... I, uh, yeah. Well, it's for a movie that I just did with uh, Chris yeah. Pine. His movie is called Pool Man. So I, I, I grew, uh, I grew some uh, hair, and uh, now my hair is a little shorter. But I had a pony. I had a little ponytail Sweet. sticking out of the hat. Nice. You know, like kind of. I, I, I Cha Cha was a big influence, except for the goatee. We've talked. He, we've talked about Cha Cha a lot. I love. Yeah. You know, God rest his soul. Yeah. I just felt like you know, like the 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 character of, so like um, in the sh the movie was really a lot Cha Cha, but I but I put a goatee on and a and a mustache to like. Uh, it looks cool. So that's the goatee and the mustache. The hat is little demon. Little demon. Yeah, little yeah, demon. Yeah. I mean, I'm we had so much fun doing that uh little demon. It's just like off the charts. And it's really weird. I mean, you guys did animation, but and we've all done voices and stuff. Mm -hmm. But to go from soup to nuts with uh with the little demon was uh, I think the first time I heard the pitch was about four or five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Every little yeah. step to get to the first script and then to get the green light and then doing the animation was like, and Jake, Jake and Lucy did it. Yeah. Basically did, they did what you guys do. Mm -hmm. You guys show run our show, but you know that, that the intensity of doing that. Oh, it's so uh, much work. It's, it's so much work. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, you, I've got the easy job in this, uh, in this sunny, uh, uh, show where I just come and fuck up my lines, <laughs> but easy uh, until we say, "Hey, Danny, so we're going to cover you in baby oil and slide you." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy until shoot uh, you yeah. out of the couch. Yeah, yeah. Easy until uh, yeah. Oh yeah. boy, we got something for you this year. We got something for you this But I can't man. wait. But but little demon was like um, everybody in it. All the we've got all the you know we had to do the did it during COVID. She so had to send the kits. To everybody's yeah. house uh, yeah. and did it online and all that and it was like 
just a glorious experience. And the show's doing really well. Show's doing really well. We got like yeah. incredible uh, accolade. We need more fans. We need all the sunny fans to watch it, it on Hulu. Time. Takes so, time. It takes time. Then you it once takes- told me a story going back even for we're gonna go pre-taxi. Yes. Uh you told me a story about one of your first off-Broadway gigs where you replaced Bill Devane, William Devane, in a play. Yes. And then it led to a different part. Yes. And I think it's an inspiring story just about (laughs) sticking with something, but also a little bit of luck and chance and staying just in the game. I was doing an off-Broadway play in the summer, a Pirandello play, three by Pirandello, three one-act plays. I had two small parts in the three plays. And this is before any and film, television Before gigs. anything, you know, it's just like 1968. You're, you're okay. how old? Uh, you know, I'm 68. I'm, I'm, I'm born in 44. Do the math. Years old. Okay. So <laughs> guy, guy, a guy winds up, uh, you know, directing this, uh, uh, being, a, being part of the play. He was like an actor in it. And we we ran this summer, calls me up. He says, I got this thing I'm gonna direct, but there's an uh there's another actor who's already set to play the part, but I need to read it. And I go, Okay, you know, I'll I'll go read it for the there were backers and there yeah. were other people and they wanted and and I I it was a great part of a, a really irreverent stable boy. Right, guy's like a pig, like a really wonderful part, and and so I go read it, and uh, but it, the part wasn't mine; it was somebody else's. Mm-hmm. It was Bill so you're Devane. Just doing like a reading. It was Bill Devane. Bill Devane, Devane was going to play this yeah. part. Really, oh, great, perfect for it. Cut to, guy calls me up, says, you know, Bill just got the lead in this really big off Broadway show, and he's going to leave the. He's going to leave the show and uh, we want you to step in and play the part. And it's thrilling, right? It's like, oh, it's a huge break, huge break. Plus, you know, at that time, I think the equity minimum was $72 a week, which was, you know, pretty big. It's still a lot of money. (laughs) Anyway, cut cut to the chase. We go, I do the part. The actor strike happens. Uh, an act, one of the actor strikes, we struck for like maybe $79. We were out of work for a month in the rain, picketing, blah, blah, blah. Come back to work, different director. They put a new director in. The guy who's my friend, they kick him out, right? Okay. We go do the show. During the re-up of the show, the girl's playing my love interest in the play, her girlfriend comes to the play, right? And we go have a coffee at the cookery, and her name is Rhea, <laughs> right? So you didn't tell me this part of the story. Uh, this is a whole different thing. So I, well, I'm getting to the yeah. That's so, not the good part. Yeah, well, the there's good another part. good part. It's, uh, it's, it's another, another good part. But I had to throw that in there because that's how I met Rhea. Okay, so there's all these like. So this play is a huge thing in your life. So now we open. Uh, uh, you know, I think it was a Sunday uh, Sunday night or maybe a Monday night. Anyway, I live not far. I walk to work every day and I try to get there early to the play. You know, go hang out in my dressing room, screw around. I look up, there's sets being taken out of the theater. 
I didn't you know they closed. They closed the next day. So the you, reviews you, were so bad. You've done one like preview for one, reviewers. One, one for, for, for the reviewers. And the next day, a guy's and scraping the, the day, sign. They're scraping the sign off. <laughs> I got no job. I walk in, right? This is the part that you. This is the part you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I walk into the lobby now. The general manager's there. I said, "What? What's going on?" He said, "Well, we closed." You know, nobody called me or anything, <laughs> you know. And I said, shit, oh, wow. So I got my stuff out of my shit, dressing oh, room. Wow. I'm out of a job. And he says, you know, they're looking for one part uh, in this play, this other play that I'm general manager on. They're auditioning now up on 72nd Street, right? They were looking for one part they can't cast. And I said, he says, we ought to go up there. You'd be, I think you'd be right for this part. I get on a train or with a bus or whatever, and I go up to 72nd Street. I go in and I meet these guys, and they're doing this play called One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest <laughs> that I don't know anything about. Right? I walk in. I do it. There was no, there were hardly any lines. They said, do an improv. So I do some physical stuff just on the stage with me. I get the part. Guess who's playing the lead in that? William Devane, oh. who bowed out of the other oh, play wow. that I took, that I met Rhea at. That He's playing R.P. McMurphy. He's yeah. playing yeah. McMurphy. Yeah. I'm yeah. playing Martini. Unbelievable. That's the thing. Sometimes and, like failures, you just have to view them from like a further yeah. perspective, and then they don't look like yeah. failures at all anymore. And how much did doing that play lead to you getting the part in the movie? A lot, because, well... First of all, Hal Ashby saw it because he wow. was going to direct it first. Oh Michael Douglas was a good friend of mine. Yeah. Got to, was going to produce the movie. And then Milos got to see the play. Mm -hmm. You know, amazing. You go, you do this play, you do it just long enough to meet your future wife and mother of your children. <laughs> right. And then it ends and it feels like a, a huge devastating thing, but it ends just in time for you to get a chance to audition for a thing that will lead to a major breakthrough in a life, huge yeah. film yeah. and which will pave the way towards taxi and everything. Crazy. How, it how worked out for everybody except Bill Devane. Yeah. <laughs> Bill well, Devane did fine. No, he did a lot yeah, of good but he stuff wasn't, afterwards. He wasn't Jack Nicholson. No, he well, Jack was Jack's already Jack. Jack's Jack. You can't you uh, want Jack. You know, you you, you he was so bright but for that. How part. long had you been an actor at that point? Tell everyone your profession before hairdresser. This. Yes. And people don't believe that when I I was a hairdresser. Yeah, yeah. Danny was a hairdresser. Well, I was first a gardener and then a and then a you know, mm -hmm. a hanging around New Jersey doing nothing and my sister uh, forced me to go to beauty school. Yeah. I, she had a beauty parlor. You yeah, might as said, well guard in people's heads. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? And, and I said, what do I, am I, I don't, you know, how am I going to do this? She said, well, I'll send you to school. So in the summer, she kind of uh, prepped me for the school by, you know, my aunts and, you know, little, you know, she showed me how to do the curlers and the thing, and she bought me, you met Angie. You yeah, all met yeah, Angie. Yeah. She was like the force behind the family. Mm -hmm. She was really the you know, the big mouth, you know, the smoking mm -hmm. a cigarette, mm -hmm. you know, telling you what to do. She says you gotta cut hair, on you gotta cut hair, right? Yeah. I went to the school the first day. I dragging my feet. I didn't know what the hell am I doing. Even though I started learning how to do it in the summer with my family, you know, whatever. And then I walked into this place 
upstairs. I'll never forget it. I opened the doors and there were like 30 girls there and maybe three guys. It was like my sister just gave me a ticket to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I went downstairs and called her up. I went to the phone booth and called her up. I said, Angie, I owe you my life. <laughs> Everything. There was so many nice looking women up there. You know, I mean, I. So you went all the way through the program and then you were. A and then I worked for her. I went to work for her sweeping floors, doing. She gave me all the old ladies. I would do all the old ladies. Uh -huh. You know, she had a big clientele of, of like, you know, and. Uh, and then how and then it... finally I, I graduated into doing styles. Like I do, you know, a young woman. And I do like Thank you, you know, Danny. Young... I appreciate you gesturing and, uh, to and... me. <laughs> no, I, I could do I, I, I could one, see, one, I one, couldn't one. do their hair, but uh, I could do your hair. I'd let you do my hair. You know, right I would now. do I would do like, to... you know, some styles. I still know how to do that. I cut, cut hair really well. And I was so I started getting like but there's Styles a, from the wrong era, but well, yeah, <laughs> yeah page boy was. puff, <laughs> or, or like a bouffant, a beehive. Oh, sure. Oh yeah, that. I could do the beehive and all this shit. You know, kind of one thing that that wanted to say about the old lady thing at the beginning because she gave me these, and I got really friendly with all these women from, uh, you know, all around the, you know, there was they were like in their seventies, eighties. Some of them had like, you know, no, hardly any hair and you'd have to do the curls and mm -hmm. do the whole thing. And then, and then the first thing that happened, like, that was really weird was one of my clients died. In the chair? While you not in the chair. Thank God not in the she chair, Megan. Scissor wounds. She Don't died, know she, in, she died, but she <laughs> asked, her family asked me to do her hair. No, for the, in the coffin? For the coffin. Oh, oh my God. It was wow. the first time that happened. And subsequently, <sighs> I did several because I, my sister kept <laughs> Wait, giving me- you were uh, I would go to the mortician. Wait, so how when do we, we not did know this? this? I would go to the more. I mean, come on, this is like this is like got to be future Man, sunny just episode. Do the dead body. But like, <laughs> no, seriously, they're dead. They're there. They're done up by the guy, the mortician. They're in the box. They're in the whole thing. And I would be the last person to, t and I would take their hair and I you use the dry. Uh, there was dry setting lotion. Yeah, like that I had. My sister, you know, somehow I can't remember where I got it. And you curl the hair, set the hair, right? Let it let it set yeah. and take it out and then cut it. And then, I mean, not cut it, but fluff it up, do little. And then you were like, you know what? I'll do something else. <laughs> I think maybe this is else. the end of the rope. Yeah, yeah. yeah this might be it. <laughs> this is yeah. the end of the rope. <laughs> but also, I'm just catching out that the morticians don't do the hair. What kind of bullshit is that? Like, you do the whole well, body no, face. I, I, I don't I, do the I'm hair. I'm sorry. Gross. I don't touch the hair, it's man. It's a whole other thing. The gross. Well, I was it was request. Oh, I was request from the deceased. From the deceased yeah, family. So, so morticians, I think, do sometimes do the hair. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Um, I think so. And, but in this particular case, in these, they were like, no, it's got to be. It was like, fun. You didn't do the hair. They needed Mr. Dan to come and do Mr. their... Dan. Uh, Mr. Mr. Dan. Mr. Dapper Dan. Dan. Dapper Dan. Well, some people the call him Scissor Man. Danny. Dapper Dan, the Scissor Man. The Scissor Man. The Scissor Man. Scissor Man. You guys, this show is brought to you by BetterHelp. Is trying to find gifts for everyone in your life stressing you out? 
You know what? Then stop giving them gifts and start giving yourself a gift instead. Give yourself the gift of BetterHelp Online Therapy, where you can talk to a licensed professional about what's ho-ho holding you back. And really, you owe it to yourself to give BetterHelp a shot. I'm so glad I did. It's easy, confidential, and completely online, and it really helped me learn new coping skills and self-empowerment. This year, shop for yourself before anyone else at BetterHelp.com slash Sunny. You know, as the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists 100% online, plus... It's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. Oh, she's right, guys. You know, no waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sunny. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sunny. hey we are supported by Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens? You mean the makers of the delicious, nutritious green powder drink known as AG1? Is that the one you're talking about? That's the one I'm talking about. Uh, oh, oh, you mean the one that, what do they say again? Gives you 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens? That's exactly what they say, and that's exactly why I took it when I went to Wales to meet the King of England. Did, did you guys hear about that? Did I tell you about that? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. We, we heard, heard about, about that. that. We heard about yeah, it. Yeah, you guys, yeah. Yeah, you heard about it. Okay, mm-hmm. well, it's just, we sure you know. Yeah. I, I took the AG1 to make sure my immune system was ship-shaped. When I met him, that's a phrase that the English say. Oh, do they say that? Yeah. Do they still say that? Listen, here's the good news. Now anyone, royalty or otherwise, can get their own supply online. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash alwayssunny. Nope. Nope. No, 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 don't do that. That was a trick. Get it right. Athleticgreens.com slash Sunny. Just slash Sunny. That's it. Slash Sunny. Just that. Again, for clarity and accuracy, athleticgreens.com slash Sunny to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Rob met the king. Rob met the king. Rob met the king. Of England. Okay, so then, okay, my sister, Enterprising, Angie sent me to school to become him. She wanted to sell makeup in the beauty parlor. So she sent me to New York to learn to go to Queen Helene to learn makeup. So I learned like from <laughs> Yeah. I swear to God, Queen it was the name of a it's the name of a, a product, a line. Okay. Like, you know, L'Oreal, sure. Clairol. Look and I went to this place, it was the weirdest. It was like, almost like out of a, like a, a, a Fritz Lang movie. You went into this hotel and, and the, the lobby is like small and dark. And, and then there's steps that went down into a place that said Queen Lean. And it was like, it was almost like you'd think there was going to be a fortune teller down there. Yeah, yeah. That's and it was, what I was really imagining. interesting. And I met this woman and she said, well, you know, I teach a makeup class at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts oh. every every Tuesday and Thursday or whatever. Granted, I, I don't think I ever thought of becoming an actor before no, that. No, no thought That's of amazing. It. In high no school? Thought of it. No. Well, well, I did school. a play in high school. You did? I did a no-speaking tableau. I played St. Francis of Assisi mm-hmm. and in a robe. And uh, and and uh, without without shoes and socks, and uh, mm-hmm. it was a tableau. I played a saint, but no th- no real but thought, no of real thought an of being. An, and I only did that because I wanted to get a good grade in my 
English class, sure. and I wasn't, you know, paying attention in that. So I'll do it, but I'm going to style a corpse hair one day. <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm You'll going see. down You'll see. to You'll the mortuary and going to get that wax stylus and stick to it to their head. And, and man, they feel weird too. You ever feel a dead, dead person? Oh, yeah. They yeah. feel really weird. <laughs> no. That's right away. Did you? Oh, yeah. Did, oh, yes. oh yes. Have you ever, have you ever seen a dead person up close? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I, honestly, okay. like once. Besides, in like, a more I'm good, not great. I was a kid in. I was an altar boy. Okay, this is yeah. a good one. Uh, and I used to do the. There was a six o'clock mass, six thirty mass, and you'd fight over it because who the hell wants to get up at six o'clock and go do the altar? Well, you want to? So I get the six thirty mass one day for my friend who's doing the six o'clock mass. I got there a little early, freezing cold, New Jersey. Five, maybe four or five old ladies in the big church for the six o'clock mass, right? I go early. I go into the one of the front pews. I I sit there and watch. They're finishing the mass. All of a sudden, I hear a thud, and I look over, and there's a dead lady right there, right here, like right where you are, looking up at me with her eyes open. <laughs> It was scary as shit. <laughs> and, I, just made <laughs> and I go, oh, oh, oh. Now I don't know what's it like do. a knife and, and a note? Like what happened? There was no. She dropped dead right oh, next to me, with, like and, with her, and like staring at me. Looking right at Charlie, you. upside down were, with her do eyes my open hair. like this. Do <laughs> my hair. Do my hair. <laughs> that was way before I ventured into the hair oh. business. So I didn't. It was my first dead, the first, first time. dead body. First dead body. Of many. And it was okay. scare, scary as shit. Okay. The guys have talked about the bodies they've found on the yeah. podcast before. We've talked so about all the dead bodies. <laughs> okay, let's not dead body it. Um, so, so you're doing a couple acting subject. classes right. um, at the beauty salon slash acting school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but, I, but, get, I get I get, you get the bug? I get like what I, you? did you get well some the good guys or some you get to you, well you get you get to get up and uh, do a scene or something like, you know you get you learn them I had to learn a monologue or something I can't remember the first thing I learned but now I think for a lot of people that's he, very awkward that's very awkward but, but for you but right some away, people who are very good interested at. in getting up and showing off in front of people no, so you were extroverted discovering already? that then I I would imagine right yeah. because you hadn't really done plays so. no. You, you're discovering in the moment. You're like, oh shit, I like it's this. It's really cool. Yeah. Being but were up you there. class clowning? Were you like, do you like the, the I did, attention? I did the... like the attention. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I liked the attention. Sure, yeah. sure, I sure. wasn't like a, a bookworm who, yeah. you know, stayed back and you ain't a wallflower. Kid. No, I was no wallflower. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, I was always uh, out front, spoken out front, mm -hmm. got out. And... Okay, well, listen. I know we've got some clips, some Danny clips that we want to watch at okay. some point. Some maybe some what is it? A high, a bit of a highlight. I could reel? stay here. You some of that? I love it here. But I do. You I could stay here. It's cozy. Oh, this is so great. It's cozy, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, yeah. But I, drink. Yeah, you want to drink? Do I want to drink? How about a hot toddy? Oh yeah, yeah. we can make we a hot that. toddy. I'll take a hot toddy. Yeah. But can I ask you? Uh, because this is ultimately about the uh, the show. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, which yes. you're familiar with. Which I am very familiar. Now, with. Now, when you started doing the show, right? You show up in the first day of set. Did you feel like once you got there and you were doing the show with us? Did you feel like you were in good hands? Did you feel like you were yeah, working with people who I did. knew what they were I doing? Felt or did comfortable you did? immediately and. Um, Loved it right right from the start. Yeah. Did you have a moment where you felt a shift in your 
Frank Reynolds like persona and performance from like season your first season to like a few in where you're like, oh, I'm gonna try to sort of settle into this character in a slightly different way, or did it feel the same from the from the beginning? Yeah, what was that just from like? our perspective? It felt like around the third or fourth season, like you figured something else about the guy, like an mm-hmm. even more casual approach that was even funnier than what you were already doing. Not to say that mm-hmm. the other stuff wasn't funny because it's well, hilarious yeah. that we just fell in love with and then started writing two more specifically. Yeah. No, I think it I got, it got deeper. It got more into like the, um, see, I, I, one of my favorite things was that, uh, it, it, I describe it to you in that scene where I say I want to be I'm, I I want to live in squalor and yeah. uh, I used to live like this in squalor and filth always trying to get over on people scamming my way through situations oh, wow I don't care I want to live like you again Charlie and so I felt like that that was the direction that Frank was going as more and more extreme and yeah. I always used to say to you uh, uh, push the envelope let's yes. do more outrageous things not only because i thought that's what the audience would like and the fans would like but that i would like that's what you want i to feel do. like i would like i like to yeah you know the i love when you throw me out of a window i love <laughs> when i lose my memory i love when i get you know like caught in a you know, a port a port a body with yeah, or, or, like a coil, coil, yeah. or a coil in my underwear or slimed or like, and there, are, if you look at the milestones of it, you can say like, you know, when, when, when this happened to me and when that happened to me and when blah, 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 you know, all the way down the line as a, a through line for, for Frank's, for Frank's character. You do start off, you know, basically you've become someone that you don't like which is this like buttoned up business guy who you made lots of money. You were very successful, but you're not happy. Yeah. You want to go back to living like you were when you were younger. Yeah. And, you know, so your journey as a character mirrors maybe a little bit, your journey as an actor on the show where, you know, initially you're like trying to figure out what, okay, what, how do I fit into this? Like, what is this? Like how, you know what I mean? Like what's my role in this? I always feel that like, in a in a, when you're doing a movie or you're doing a, a, a part that, you 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 know if if it's not written, you always create that backstory for yourself. You find out, you know, even beyond the thing. What happened to Martini after Cuckoo's Nest? Where does that character go? What's the journey of the character? Mm-hmm. Like Frank, I feel like has so much. Uh, there's so much range to that character. Yeah, to mm-hmm. Frank Reynolds. You know, you you you've given me. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, like a canvas that, and you feed it, you feed it. I mean, like, why do I get to become a germaphobic? Why do I, how, how, what happens to me? How, you know, and then how far can we take it? Why is there hand sanitizer all over the floor? Goes in here. Oh. <gasps> Frank? Oh my God. What the hell did you do to yourself? I just want to be pure. I have to say that trying to pick the best clips of you oh on the God, show, Danny, impossible. is an impossible, impossible task. Um, so don't come at me in the comments because they're not all here. Because there wasn't. <laughs> also, just even wasn't just trying possible. to talk about your career, I mean, like, uh, yeah, you know, you can talk about Twins, you talk about Batman, you talk about all the movies directed. No, 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 no. It's okay, you'll come back again. We'll, we'll, we'll do some more. Yeah. We'll just follow you around with a mic. Like, but, tell us about. What? what are you saying? A man in a couch? Hello. <laughs> That's absurd. Now, I believe there's a man in that couch right there. There is no man. There's no man. Say some things about Frank Reynolds. Say them loud and make sure that they're horrible, horrible things. Yeah. And then we'll deal with the man in the couch. Yeah. Okay, so there is a man in the couch. All right, just call Frank. 
Frank Reynolds an asshole? Who is Frank Reynolds? He's the man in the cab. <laughs> oh God, what are you people doing? <laughs> you just say something about Frank that's horrible. Call him an asshole. Look at the two of them. <laughs> 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 Here he comes. Oh, <laughs> oh, the green salivate. <laughs> Oh, I haven't seen this in so long. Oh my god. You know, like remember the so you know the Christmas episode. That was the Christmas episode. The thing is, you know, you read the script. And you don't think you're gonna you're gonna get naked in front of everybody? Okay, why well, we we all know each other, the crew we know the crew, but you don't realize that there's gonna be really like fifty yeah. background actors yeah. back there, uh. like standing around that you don't know. And then the first time I you you know that clip is on the on the yeah, thing Caitlin where she doesn't learn. talk. Yeah, and you're she, like, <laughs> yeah, you're just hanging I'm, out there. My to line is hot, hot. It's hot, hot, hot. <laughs> and I'm standing there. You didn't say anything. And then she didn't. Was my line? She was just looking at me like a deer <laughs> caught in the yeah. headlights yeah. of an oncoming well, truck. None of us knew what to expect. But we, had fucking, we had tested the couch. Yep. But, but nobody not had anyone rip through. We nobody just sort of tested, nobody the tested the halibut and then coming we greased out. you up and off you went. And <laughs> I think we only did one take because I think oh, we were like, we don't calf. need more than one. We're like, we got oh it. My God, we got it. That was like, that was hysterical. I think that's I love probably that. the most referenced, yeah. one of the most referenced moments of the show. Period. For sure, yeah. that was so much fun. Well, we had read an article about people sewing themselves into couches. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And and then we were thinking, like they were doing it to sort of like smuggle themselves, maybe place. I can't remember why they were doing it, but it was a thing where people had been sewing themselves. And we're like, oh, it'd be funny to sew yourself. Oh, that, no, that is what it was. It was. It was people sewing themselves into, into, into car seats, into car seats yeah. to get smuggled into the country. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I also remember coming in over a weekend and having seen one of those nature videos where uh, where an animal was being birthed, That's right. and saying, "We let's let's figure out a way in which we can do some kind of version of that." I don't know what it would be, and then <laughs> th these two ideas just found they themselves merged. And, yes, and 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 pitching it to you and not really knowing how you're going to react. A no would have been a fine answer. Yeah. Like if you were like, guys. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I nah, wanna, I'm gonna do it, but I want to keep my clothes to, on. We've been like, we get it. That it's, was too good to just pass. Be like up. in your underwear. I, 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 that was too good to pass. Well, up. We'll see if you say no this year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is there no, anything you're hoping for to do in Sunday? Yeah, I'm not or... getting circumcised on camera. Oh, okay. okay. No, that's, we would never. that's a line. We okay. would never. No, no. That's we would line. never do anything like that. Oh, oh yeah. Charlie and I, we go down the sewer. First thing we do is we preserve our clothes. We take take our clothes off. We get totally naked because you don't want to get wet. We ball our clothes up. We stick them up someplace high. There's this waitress who Charlie's in love with, and uh, I banged her. Charlie got really upset with a waitress. This is what you're uh, telling the people on the fun. tour. She was a nice piece of ass. Oh, what are you talking about? Charlie's my buddy. We sleep together. We hang out together. Once I pooped in the bed. I blamed it on him. <laughs> One time the guys got hooked on crack. It was really crazy. Just well, telling stories. I remember. Yeah, they course. wanted to make some money with the baby, but nobody would buy the baby because it was white. They said they had to turn it brown. We were fighting over the sword, and just about when we were about to hit each other with the sword, social services came in. We thought we were killing the baby. <laughs> I don't understand this talk. Charlie wrote this musical. 
Oh, man, it was really funny. I play a troll on the music. <laughs> yeah, and it's called The Nightman Cometh. I can sing you my song if you like. Uh, you gotta, you gotta pay the troll toll to get into this boy's hole. I was saying, uh, soul. He was saying, I, he thought I was saying, boy's hole. One of the things I like doing most is banging whores. I, uh, I go out and bang a lot of whores. ไอ้ตอนนี้ตอนนี้ตอนนี้ตอนนี้ตอนนี้ตอนนี้ตอนนี้ตอนนี้ตอนนี้ตอนนี้ตอนนี้ตอนนี้ตอนนี้ตอน
That's the best. Now this was. Uh, oh my god, that was so much fun. So obviously they're not in the middle of the ocean. No, but do you remember? no, but we were out shooting. We're out a little, we're out a little, little bit. bit. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the background's green screen though. Yes. After a certain point, yeah, it becomes. Yeah, because I think oh. we were shooting it. Why? Why is that? We shot it in a pool. No, 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 no. We shot this on the ocean. You did. You were oh, yeah. just. You had to be anchored like near a pier. You got any cookies or something? Yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah, a couple of cookies. Snack. Uh, you know, guys, I got to tell you, I have become quite the reader these days. What are you doing? Are, are you are you trying to say that you're better than us? No, I just I just wanted to put it out there. You know, I just wanted to have it acknowledged. Yeah. So, you, if if you want the uh, the attention so bad, I guess we'll just we'll give it to you right now. Hey, Glenn, what kind of books are you reading? Oh man, <sighs> tons, tons actually. Yeah, I've been reading books on Audible on my Alexa, you know? It's the perfect hands-free companion for when I'm cooking, cleaning, or lounging on the sofa, resting my eyes, or reading a bunch. Now that sounds like listening, right? Because I don't think it counts as reading if you're just listening to your books on Alexa. Let reading evolve, you know? Gone are the days of licking your dirty fingers to turn pages. Now all I have to do is say, Alexa, read Fear the Wolf by James Patterson. And voila, she reads it to me through my Audible app. Yeah, I said voila. Okay, but again, do you see she reads it to you? So you aren't reading. You're being read too. That's that's listening. That's right. I'm reading. Oh, so I'm reading you right now. <laughs> the book of Glenn. Uh, maybe you should just listen to me and go check out the Audible slash Alexa discovery option where Alexa customers can simply use their voice to discover new books or navigate within an existing listen. We'll let you unpack that one over time. Meanwhile, Alexa customers can listen to James Patterson's new power family football thriller, Fear the Wolf. Just say, Alexa, read Fear the Wolf. Now available for free on Alexa starting 12-9. That's December 9th. Offer only available in the United States of America. Buckle up, everyone. We're here to talk about cancel culture. Yay! Oh, yikes. Oh, everybody inside likes the ads, so we're fun. Gonna, inside the ads, we're going to talk about okay. Oh, yeah, buddy. Today, we're brought to you by Rocket Money, the simplest and best way to cancel subscriptions you don't use anymore or don't even know you're paying for. Oh, okay. Right. I mean, perhaps you're being double charged for a service and didn't even know about it. You know, that, that'd be pretty bad. You know, go, cancel them. Cancel them. Or you could be paying for services you don't even use. Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to 200 Egregious. Agree, egregious. Be gone, cancel. Egregious. Charges. Egregious. Be gone from me. To cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press cancel and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Boom, the money's back in your pocket, and that's the kind of cancel culture we can all agree on, right? That's yeah. that's the fun kind. Mm. Get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash sunny. Now, seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash sunny. Just go ahead and cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com slash sunny. I'm going to do this for real. And uh, then I'm gonna, yes, I'm, as am I, because I'm uh, report I back. know I'm just leaking oil here with these apps. Absolutely. You know I don't I mean? know who I'm paying or what I'm paying. Or, or why. I'm, well, or Half what, the time. What, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you owe me $100,000, well, I think. Let's yeah. <laughs> you owe me $150,000. Yeah, me, one, and me Well, let's find out from Rocket Money and see what they think. Let's see what they say. Because, <laughs> uh, they, but they'll it. cancel it. They can cancel the Okay. You want some? Oh, I'll have some, I'll have yeah, some popcorn. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Popcorn. It's good. We're in a show. Watching a movie. Yeah. Do you like the scenes where you get to eat 
on camera because yeah. I know the fans really love, especially when you're ch- I love eating, eating peaches. On, ca- on camera. <laughs> Jesus Christ, get out of here, Frank. You're an animal. <laughs> I like to make it in my mouth. It tastes better. Um, do you think maybe you could eat that sandwich later? I'm starving. Uh. I just got sent a whole box of peaches. Real ones. Like a goddamn islander. <laughs> you know, you know how everybody like eats and then spits in a bag. Uh huh. I don't spit in the bag. Yeah, you just take it. <laughs> now, once in a while, I do. Depends on what we're eating. That that ham. I think we were eating that ham. Oh man, the ham was great. The ham was good. Once the dog started gnawing on it, I don't think we wanted to eat as much. But. <laughs> We are now in survival mode. Will you stop being so dramatic? Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where's the rum hand? Where's the rum? Ah! 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 Frank, stay in the boat! Frank, rum stay in the boat! Oh, rum ham! I'm sorry, rum ham! <laughs> I'm sorry! Rum now, ham. this was a Wilson yes. thing, right? From, um... Yeah, from uh, Castaway. 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 Oh, is that what the face on the rum ham was mm-hmm. supposed yeah, to be? Yeah, basically. It was kind of a Wilson thing. Oh, that's mm-hmm. interesting. This is a uh, the this debut one. of The oh, Move. Mm-hmm. Hey, how you doing? I like your top. Looking good, Mac. <laughs> ah, Frank. <laughs> you want to get down? Like the moves. Did you bring in that move? Or did they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. That's all yeah. improvised move. That's and then. You improvised singing, go, go for it, go for yes. it. There was no music being played. Yeah, no music. Yeah, and then <laughs> Rob and I in, went in post and added the lyrics, go, go for it, go for it, into the song that we put. Yeah, up. because this you is can't, us singing because yeah. you don't want to sing a song that's recognizable because you have to pay for it. Yes. Yeah, but we also <laughs> thought it was funny that, that you were singing that, and we were like, "Well, what if that is what the song is singing?" Yeah. Uh, okay. In, in uh, Twins, I did. Um, I improvised um, Tonight is Your Night, Bro. <laughs> tonight, 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 tonight is your night, bro. Tonight is your night, bro. Tonight is your night, bro. Yeah, it's your night, bro. Because um, they were going to use Tonight, Tonight would be, you know, like, you know from the West Side Story. Mm-hmm. But they didn't want to pay for it. Oh, not that. So I said, uh, I said, tonight is your night, bro, and sang it over and over again until people made me stop. <laughs> stop. How dare they? Well, a wholesome nut mix. Yeah. Man, yeah, this is good. Here. These snacks are good. Oh, go, for go for it. Go for it. D, sharp beside him in the bar. I need it now. Let's go. Oh, what the hell's going on over here? <laughs> oh my god so this is for the listeners the um cold open where frank is trying to hang himself in the bar um a real enduring image i think from the show uh pretty it's amazing it's dark. Oh dark is he all right frank are you all right don't try to stop me well <laughs> <laughs> i stole my money at ponzi scheme charlie Broke. His neck is so thick. I feel like he's just gonna swing and dangle around for a really <laughs> no, long time. That's what it is. That's what it is. Frank, it's not gonna work for you. Frank, it's not gonna work for you. Time's tough. Time's tough. Shit. 
<laughs> that was a close so are we suggesting that Frank really did try to commit suicide? Yes. Yeah, why not? Yeah. That is what we're Times suggesting. Times are tough. Mm, that's right. Not very good at it. Don't commit suicide. Mm. No. No. Life is too it important. Funny in real life. It's true. We have a lot of fun. Failures in the moment, as you said, might turn out to be the best thing that ever happened yeah. to Absolutely. you, right? Absolutely. You got to develop you know. a, a thick neck. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, for life. For life. Everyone should have a thick <laughs> neck for life. Yes. Yes. Oh. Huh? What is this? You're stuck? Was this your plan? No. What is this? How did this happen? <laughs> no. How does anything happen, Charlie? Move past it, please. <laughs> That's going to be impossible. Yeah, where are your clothes? Why are you naked and stuck in a coil? Just get me out of here. So I just love, just as a story thing, saying, how does anything happen? Because nobody nobody needs to know how he got no, in no. the coil. Go by it, Charlie. Right? No, never. We never explain it. And the whole credit it. sequence is just him there with a bunch of kids running around. Running around taunting me, right? When we got down yeah. the set, there was only one pole in that uh, coil. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it looked as if any man could easily just kind of climb out the side. I was mm-hmm. stuck in there, man. Yeah, and then everyone was like, uh, yeah, this is fine. This will do, right? I'm like, no, this won't no, do at all. It doesn't no. look stuck. And we had enough time while they were setting up because Danny had just come down. We just rehearsed the scene. And I said, are there any poles on any of the trucks? And there were some poles. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can we? And they painted it. Yeah, can we paint it yeah. or cover it in blue tape, which I think is what we wanted oh, yeah, to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was uh-huh. blue tape. And stuck those two yeah, other they, poles in. Yeah, yeah, they made it more... A little bit more difficult to get out. This is a thing that I've seen people tattoo on their bodies. Him in the <laughs> coil. Stuck in a coil. The yeah. rum ham, man cheetah. Rum uh, oh yeah. Sure. Yeah, rum ham. A lot of rum ham tattoos. Very nice performance. Very nice and clean I mean. performance. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Speaking of mortician, uh, yes. morticians and mortician makeup, the uh, my uh, Frank's little beauties, where they put you in the. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you had a mortician mort- do your makeup. God, was, what, what season was this? Seven. Also. No, this was uh, seven because oh, Max Fat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Max Fat. Oh, seven. Max. Oh, I'm yeah. Sorry. There's so many jokes you'll sometimes write, mm-hmm. and then you don't know how it's going to be until you come out in that morgue mortician makeup and you're like it's That's a so thousand funny. times funnier than we thought it's it was everything. stringy everything hair I could ever down hold. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Just... just ghoulish a legitimate show of <laughs> I look like it holy very shit which one of these talented uh, entertainers who I am not attracted to at all <laughs> would be the winner I'm not attracted to any of them none of them and that's the way it is. Anyway, everybody put your hands together and, and clap for the kids. Clap, clap, and wave goodbye. Wait, wave goodbye. Go to your dressing rooms. We're going to start the show. Go on. Okay, just don't touch it. Go to there. Go to their dressing room. Over there on that side of the stage, I am going to my dressing room. We will be right back. I'm over here. I'm over here. Just such a great... You know, I swear to God... I look a little bit like um, Peter Boyle in uh, Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Young Frankenstein. Yeah. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, totally. Holy shit. It must be really like fun to do the show in some ways because every time you show up, it's like a different thing. Like sometimes you're doing songs, sometimes you're dressed in like a crazy costume, sometimes yeah. you're stuck in a coil for an entire right. episode. Does that keep it like fun for you? Oh, it's um, fun. Oh, it's fun. And, and and like I said earlier, I keep saying. Do, do more and more of that. That's like what I, that's really, 
I love that shit, man. Yeah, and I like, you know, like it's so many things that we do. That yeah, you've got weird tastes, just like us. I yeah. like losing my memory. I like that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's um, who your roll call. It's easy, easy to do. And who yes. are you? <laughs> it's not needed to put you in a bunch of funny costumes and stuff because, as we're about to see, you just talking is absolutely hilarious. So this is from the Family Fight episode. Get it on! Give me Janet! Give me Frank! Here we go! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you replay that again? Like, just the move. Shabuya roll call. The move right here. Shabuya roll call. One, just one. Let's get up here and do this. Come on, Frank. You ready? I'm ready. All right, man. Top four asses on the board. Here, name an animal that we eat but doesn't eat us. Frank, pig. Show me pig. Oh, wait. This is where he changes. He's like, wait, I need to change my answer. Yes, yes. Pass the plate. 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 All right, so Frank, you want to tell me a little bit about the family? Yeah. Well, you know, you know uh, Grant? Yes, Grant. I want to, I want to change my answer. What? what? Well, I realize it's, it's not totally accurate because I've seen a pig eat a man. In fact, I've seen many pigs eat a bloodbath. <laughs> it was a bloodbath. There are certain words that are so funny to hear you say. Bloodbath is like one So of I remember us talking about that. I remember seeing in the movie Hannibal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that scene where uh, the pit, those hogs, like eat that man, and it just being so awful and hor- horrible. And I remember that being, in my mind at least, the inspiration for that. Roxy, God bless you. You were a good whore. You serviced me like no other whore Serviced. Ever did. Not only my crank, but my heart. <laughs> I'm gonna my miss you. Crank. By the power of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, Reed Mental Institution hereby decrees Frank Reynolds to not have donkey brains. What? what? That is an official document. What is that? Donkey brain on it? Well, it's written right here in plain English. Frank, would you like to clear this up for everybody? Well, all the kids in the neighborhood knew I got sent upstate. So they started calling me Frankie Donkey Brains. And it was very traumatic. Oh, so I got my mommy to drive me back up to the Woody mommy, where mommy. they signed this official certificate exonerating me of all donkey brains. I love that speech because you're like running out of air at the end oh, of the yeah, year. Run like out of air. And then this all is from the, the, the gang Gets Analyzed. Is that what um, it's called? Yeah, yeah. Um, when Frank talks about his experience in therapy. I opened up to a therapist just once. I was a kid. I got into a fight. The doctor asked me question after question. Got me so scrambled up. Next thing you know, I was shanghaied upstate to a nitwit school. You know what a nitwit school is? I assume you mean a school for the mentally disabled. Yeah. <laughs> Not just for nuts in the head. <clears throat> Bodies, too. Back then, science was real crude. It stuck us all together. My roommate was a frog kid. You ever see a frog kid? Frog kid? Yeah. The place was windowless. There was a guard every ten feet. All the rooms had drains in the floors so they could hose us down. Oh, terrible. 
got my first kiss there. <laughs> Frank. It was terrible. <laughs> but not her. She was an angel. Always smiling. That's because she had no lips. <laughs> but her mouth was still very much in play. <laughs> Talk about the dishes. Oh, she died two weeks later. She thought she was a spaceman with a plastic bag for a helmet. Oh. Oh, I unzipped me. It's all coming back. It's all coming back. I hate you. Mouth is still very much. It's like to go to go to that place, but say such ridiculous things. That's that is that's what kills me. That's what I love about it. Well, the it. whole show is that. I mean, it is, the yeah. beauty of the show is yeah. like that we are really. And it's absurd, but it's it's like real. But I love I mean, your it's real people to do getting that. in, digging the hole. Yeah, they did the they dig the hole deeper and deeper and deeper. But they they do it with commitment, and they never wink at the. You never wink. If you wink, you're fucked. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. We don't yeah, wink. Exactly. You're, you're no. so funny. You gotta go. Every every everything about the show is that. Yeah. It's all about that. Doing it straight. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're uh, this is uh, this you is and the this gang is, beats Boggs. Yeah, Boggs. This do, is now. Boggs. Do you have any tips for drunk acting? How do you? I remember how do you yeah. drunk act. I remembered uh, this scene. Oh, tips. But yeah, for drunk Yeah, acting. tips for drunk acting. Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, was a lot of research. <laughs> I've done a lot of research in yeah, drunk you acting. You have to research it. You yeah. have to. No, I think you uh, to. yeah, you, you got to you got to really uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, if you really think about how drunks talk, mm -hmm. I mean, like there's always it's a little bit pointed and slow mm -hmm. and you understand that, right? Very good here. Cool. I love it. Bear me, baby. You're 40 beers back. <laughs> Just sit back and enjoy the show. Well, Bitch. I'm tired of people telling me what I can't do. They say I can't drink on a plane. They say I can't bang on a plane. I'll say I can't be a pilot. <laughs> I can't be a doctor. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it right in front of your face. I'm gonna chug 15 beers right now. <laughs> oh, that's so cold. That's so cold. <laughs> Just watching him. Watching him. Just enjoying the show. <laughs> so many bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. Oh, that show. Cut to you, Rob. You're just he's I'm watching just like, him. You're just like I'm just, just looking at Frank. I'm watching him. That's you. That's not that's loud. not even I the mean, character. That's Rob no, Beckley. I was laughing the, the entire time. <laughs> yeah, we he, might have had to use it. Look oh from God, a different moment. Laughing the entire time. Yeah, we have the outtakes of the moment from the gang gives Frank an intervention where. Danny's chugging the beer and then letting oh it off. My oh, my God. God. That was at like face. six in the morning. Where face. was that? That was in Philly. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Remember Philly? that? that yeah. Was there we were, we were something doing, going on? Yeah, we did a, a live. Like a reporter came report, Yeah. Yeah. A, a live morning show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, I was there. What's in it for you? Huh? 
What's in it Don't for you? Don't worry about what's in it for me. <laughs> 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 I can't have you leave without talking about some of your iconic characters of which we have seen a lot. Do you have a favorite alter ego on the show? Just to remind you, we have oh, oh, man, God. Spider. Man, man Spider. Oh, I like Man Spider. Man, man Spider here. was fun. Um, we also have Man Cheetah. <laughs> man Cheetah was... You want to do something with this? <laughs> do something with this. Yes. Ongo is like big. Yeah. Ongo. Tattoos of Ongo, stickers of Ongo. Ongo. There's Ongo. There's Mantis Toboggan. Oh, Mantis Toboggan. Well, Mantis Toboggan is like, oh, that was big. I love Mantis I love that you, in this performance, if we have it, where you come. You you remember your name, yes. or maybe you come up here, with your name in the He remembers it. Doctor Toboggan. Mantis Toboggan. <laughs> yeah. And I believe better. that's. He's delighted. Oh, wait, it gets better. I yeah. think that's a reference to the dentist system because you were talking about how you were a mantis that you feasted yeah. after, oh. uh, and then and yes. that's oh. when it came back to him here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mantis Toboggan. Toboggan, MD. MD. There's the trash, trash man. man. And then I started eating garbage. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Oh, man. You got me with the game. Oh, shit. Did I get you, Cricket? Did I get you? Cricket. Did I get you, Cricket? Oh, man. <laughs> That's another tattoo I've seen That's a lot a of one, people yeah. getting the trash oh, yeah, yeah, with his arms trash, raised up in the air. <laughs> Um, just pretty amazing. Man. Oh, we're going to have so some many fun. things we could talk we're gonna have about. Some fun. We're going to have some fun next year. Yeah. Uh, will you come well, back? Will you talk to yeah. us again? Because there's, I feel oh, like there's a lot God. of questions that yeah. I have that, that we can't delve into Pinch now. Me nuts. Yeah, I'll get you. I'll get <laughs> you you know what I mean? Nuts. Everybody's got to have dinner, clearly. Everybody's very hungry. It is our dinner time. I get asked quite a bit, what is Danny like in in person what's he like in real life he is exactly what you think he is and hope him to be mm -hmm. yeah wow that's so nice of you yeah yeah you you've been a, he didn't a, say a, notice he didn't say what that is though no i know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i think people have an idea in their head of who they want danny to be when yeah. they and that when they meet him and that's exactly who he is i've always yeah. marveled i've I always marveled at the fact that you've played such so many despicable characters, not all your characters, but yeah. you've played a lot of despicable characters. And yet people love I, you. I, I, what is I, that? I'm attracted to despicable characters. <laughs> well, so am I. Oh, why do you think that is? No, they don't love you. Why do you like playing despicable characters? It's, like it's more so much fun. more fun. Yeah. yeah I'm playing a guy who's like, you know. Yeah. Really, no. Yeah. <laughs> this year, this year. <laughs> Just laughing we have a chance. I could that, listen. I could listen. We have a chance to, to like top it. Dead air. Uh, we got something. We got a couple things. We got a couple of jokes. We're gonna yeah, have a couple of those moments for you. that we're not gonna be able to get through because we're gonna be laughing so hard. Yeah, we got some stuff for you, buddy. Don't worry. Danny, we got you covered. You're we're, an inspiration. Oh. Uh, I love you to death, man. The show would not be anywhere near what the show is without I love you guys. I love you guys. Yeah. I love you guys, and I love you too. Oh, thanks. Thank you for and having thanks me. Thanks for bringing us Frank Reynolds and bringing the world Frank Reynolds. Oh, man. And oh, man. Uh, sharing our nuts. <laughs>
Thanks for eating my nuts. <laughs> Thanks for eating my nuts. Uh, you want right. to play us out? We got a piano. Let's do it, man. God, you go. You go. Class, you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah you go. Yeah, play, play something. something. Play There's a out. mic there if you want to. All right, man. Sing, dance. Oh, but you never asked. <laughs> That's a classic. Yeah, that is, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> Come on, end up that joke. You can't beat it.